It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Swings it out to Sadiq Bay. Gets Benny B to call. To Abdul Rahman at midcourt. Extra pass. And it goes for the win. The three-pointer by Jordan Poole. Here's the give. Walker. Danny Walker. Touchdown. Smarty. Goff's got it. Back. Looks. Throws. Ends up. Yes. Caught. Touchdown to Craig Lyons. They did it. Armin Rossley Brown the receiving end. Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera. He's got two goals. Perkins in on goal. Scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. <laughs> Rise and shine, folks. Good Tuesday morning to you. It is the 20th day of February 2024. We welcome you here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Ben Glaze, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you to join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio and send that to 21,000. Sports Radio to 21000. Our Myers Supercenter guest line 866 838 4843. That's 866 838 4843. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook X's and Bros. And of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN and streaming live on our YouTube at Michigan Sports Network. Add a .com to that to find our website. XP mornings at gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox. And you can find us all individually on Twitter. Ben Glaze at the Ben Glaze. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. Gentlemen, good morning to, uh, to both of you. Happy Tuesday. Yeah. Good morning. What's going on? Anything good? Oh, uh, no, not much. Just, uh, Red Wings scared me at the end of the third period there. Holy jumping. Yeah. What a what a penalty kill for the last two minutes. What a show that was. My yeah. goodness. Hey, to get that thing into overtime. Yeah. A little matinee hockey there. Right. Uh, that was fun all in itself. Uh, and then you, uh, yeah, and then we finally get to, uh, we get to a Red Wings winner yesterday. So that was exciting. That was a massive, massive couple of points there to end that road trip. Because as you said, they were making me a little nervous. Oh, yeah. That one kind of felt like it had a letdown written all over yeah, it. But, definitely. Uh, yeah, they battled back, and it was nice that they played early, too. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I like everybody that plays early. If, as long as you play early in the night, that's awesome. I was listening yeah. to uh, J.J. Redick was losing his mind because he said, if you say you're going to tip off at 8 o'clock, tip off at 8 o'clock, not 840. Oh, yeah. And I didn't even realize uh, what time? I know that the All Star Game was scheduled to start at eight, but was that the festivities or was that everything 
everything else. Cause I guess I didn't realize I didn't look down at the clock to see, uh, you know, what, uh, what time the all-star game on Sunday actually tipped off. I had no idea. I couldn't even tell you. And I saw JJ. I was like, well, if JJ is complaining about it, then it's gotta be, it's gotta be true. There is a, um, you know, there's not too many things I'm going to argue with J.J. Redick about. That that much is for certain. Uh, I I love his work. I love what he does. I think that uh, there's got to be a space for him somewhere, um, a, uh, like a bigger space. Like, has he? Have you seen him on Get Up or anything recently? No, me neither. I like, I have not seen him arguing with Stephen A. or Chris Russo or any of that. Like, what happened to him? Like, why do we have to deal with Kendrick Perkins when you could have J.J. Redick? Like, what? What? It just doesn't make it. Because I know they went through that massive string of cuts over at ESPN. And, you know, guys like Jalen Rose, Jalen and Jacoby, uh, they were both let go. Those are two of the bigger names uh, that were that were let go and, and guys looking for work. So it's just uh, just very interesting. I'm like, how in the how in the world do you keep Kendrick Perkins and you lose JJ Reddick. Like that just seems like a that seems like an awful, awful idea. Uh the Rock was at the Daytona five hundred. Very, very large arms for the Rock. Very large arms. Like he uh he works out still to this day. To this day, still getting after it. Uh but he was out there and uh, you know, we had um we had a little Daytona five hundred yesterday. Did you watch it? Did I? Mm-hmm. No. No Daytona 500 No, for you? I'm not a big racing fan. Man, let's go racing. Well, it was all fun and games until everybody had a pile up there at the end. Uh, one, we got a, little, got a little fender bender. And uh, next thing you know, there were just cars going into the walls and bouncing into each other. Ooh, I mean, it's got to be pretty tough. I would imagine. That'd be, uh, be kind of difficult. I didn't realize some of the changes that they made to the actual NASCARs. They look a lot nicer now. They don't look so boxy anymore. That's how long it's been since I've uh, since I've even thought about NASCAR racing. I just have like you can't tell me to use a paper straw when we have NASCAR. I'm sorry, like I don't give a rat's ass about your global warming when we just drive in circles for no reason and waste fuel. So uh, when they cancel NASCAR, I'll uh, you can tell me that I have to get a battery powered car. But until then, you can kiss my rear end. That's the way that I look at it. Like when they cancel that, when they're like, hey, no more private jets, when they start doing that, then I'll be like, okay, these people are serious. Until then, yeah, NASCAR. Think about all the professional racing uh, that is just literally driving in circles, wasting fuel. So if we were really running short on oil, if uh, global warming was really a problem, they would immediately halt that. They're never going to, so don't worry about it. Don't even worry about your your paper straws. Just use regular ones. Like how much how much fuel does NASCAR waste? And that's just NASCAR. That's not the truck series. Uh, that is not um, you know IndyCar. That's not Formula One. You know that's not the little dirt ones with the the. Like the dune buggies with the big wind, like the big things on top of them. You know what I'm talking about? And the little dirt tracks. They have them all over oh, the place. Oh, sprint cars? Is, uh, that one? is that the one that they that they go out on dirt? 
Uh, maybe not. It kind of looks like a dune buggy. It's got like a big fin on top of it. I think it might be sprint cars. Yeah. There you go. That's sprint cars. No way. I'm not. Uh, yeah, I'm not buying into uh, buying into any of that. So all of that uh, ceases to exist. And when that does, then maybe I'll I'll believe. Hey, by the way, did you guys see what the Pac-12 was doing? So the Pac-12 made history yesterday. Teresa Gould or Gold, depending on how you pronounce it, G O U L D. She has been. Uh, she was the league's deputy commissioner. Is the new commissioner beginning March first? This is damn near comical. It's like, oh, the first woman in Power Five athletics. Like, that's fine, whatever. There's two teams in the conference. It's Washington State and Oregon State. They have a partnership with the Mountain West. They're going to be affiliate members of the West Coast Conference in 12 sports over the next two years. The Pac-12 will still sponsor select sports, sign media rights partnerships, and produce live events and content. Get rid of that. Produce live events and content. You're going to have games. What do you mean? Produce the Pac-12 is going to produce content. You have a two-team conference. Wake up. It's over. You're done. And now we're supposed to sit here like, oh wow, what groundbreaking news! You have two teams. It's not even a conference. Like either either Washington State and Oregon State are going to try to. Hop into the Big Twelve, or I mean, if they if they end up going Mountain West, it's over for them. Like I don't I don't know I don't know what else to say. Like I I don't know how else that they would be able to manufacture any sort of anything positive uh, for those two two individual teams. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. All right, we'll step aside when we return. Uh, the Wings got a split on their four game road trip. Mission accomplished. Uh, we'll tell we'll talk about it next year. X's and Bros. Michigan Sports Network. Save big on fuel with them perks. Earn points on your Meyer purchases in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save up to $1 off per gallon of gas at Meyer. Claim your M-Perks fuel rewards in the Meyer app and ID at the pump to save. Plus, earn points for qualifying Meyer Express purchases and look for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 10 cents to $1 off per gallon based on points earned. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Roast Umber is a farm-direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. The Freddy the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference.
From Traverse City to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, you're listening to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports and Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. I want to let Ryan know that the uh, the badgering did not stop from Michigan State fans yesterday. So, but I'm I'm doing my best. Uh, I am I'm doing my best as I as I tried to explain that there are like look. What's the best way to put this? Um, the best way to put this is that. Yes, uh, I root for, I root for Michigan. Yes, yes, I do. I am, a, I am a fan of Michigan athletics, and, and it's okay. Like if, if when they lose, like I've I've seen teams lose, I've seen teams win. Um, you know, we talked a little bit about this last night as well, just with the amount of um, people that wanted to ask me what the score was, like as if they didn't watch uh, the game themselves. So what I did is I gave them the women's score. That's that's what I did. I just gave him the women's basketball uh, score. I think it was like 70 to 66 uh, just to see if they would pick up on it or not uh, to see if they actually watched it and were, were paying attention. Uh, but when you like, look, when you go the final seven minutes without scoring guys, I can't put the ball in the basket. I just, I just announced the game. That's all I do. I just say the names and you know, the fouls, what's going on situations. Sometimes refs will uh, nowadays they just walk away. They don't even tell you what's going on. Uh, before they used to give very clear descriptions of uh, you know what to say and how to say it, and now they just uh, just like ah, they look at the monitor, they turn around, they walk away, and then the one guy goes, "I'll go tell TV." I'm like, "What about us? What about the scores table?" So I get it. They they lost. Michigan lost. Uh, Michigan State will be back in action tonight. They're hosting Iowa in the Breslin at 7 p.m. on Peacock. So uh, this could be another great opportunity for uh, for Sparty to try to. Try to climb. I know that everybody's doing their bracketology and trying to figure out exactly, you know, what's the easiest path, the path of least resistance in the NCAA tournament. Uh, as for the Detroit Red Wings, they finished up their four game West Coast road trip there back in action on Thursday. I actually get to work that game against the Colorado Avalanche, so I'm excited about that. Uh, the Oilers and Canucks were the first two games of the series. That did not go well. Obviously, you know that. That was last week. And then they got into Saturday's game against Calgary and came out swinging with a 5 nothing shutout victory, which was uh, that was great. Good for them. And that was awesome uh, to be able to get that shutout and for James Reimer uh, to be able to do that. I thought that that was, uh, that was really good. So very, very, uh, very pleased with how they played in that game. And then they get the Kraken. And it's a Seattle team that is 23, 21, and 11 uh, on the season. A team that is, you know, at 11, 9, and 5 at, ho- at home. Wings are 12, 14, 12, and 1 on the road. So there is a, it's a game that you look at it on paper. And you say, okay, this team should win the Red Wings. Like, we should be able to win this game. However, uh, Seattle's just good enough to kind of screw with you, and you could kind of feel it was going to be there was an opportunity for one of those kind of letdown sort of games, if you will. That was going to be, you know, like, oh no, don't don't leave here without the uh, don't leave here without without the points, right? Uh, another game with an octopus on the ice in a road game, which is awesome. Patrick Kane became the third U.S.-born player in NHL history. With 800 assists, Phil Housley, former Red Wing uh, forward Mike Madano, 
uh, lead the way with uh, 813 and 894, respectively. Uh, Patrick Kane, who has 460 goals, 800 assists, 1,260 uh, career points in uh, 1,204 games played. It's pretty incredible. That was played a little bit of a factor there on Mo Sider's goal. Second active player to reach the 800 assists mark, joining Sidney Crosby, who's got 1,557 points in 1,242 games. So that's a, that's a pretty stark, pretty stark uh, discrepancy there between games played and points, which is uh, somehow the you know Ben Sherratt got the, uh, the the number one star. That it's fine. That the stars don't matter. You don't get anything for that, by the way. I don't know if people know that or not, but if you like the three stars of the game is just more of a it's more of a hypothetical honor than it is like there's no like how many stars did you get because it's just arbitrarily voted on. That's it. I mean, I remember at the ECHL level, you know, we used to debate who was the stars all the time because I said you guys just go with the goal scorers, blah, 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 blah. and uh, you know, just just to have some fun with it. But uh, for the Detroit Red Wings to be able to go on this road trip. Go two and two, come out with four uh, with the with the points. Very special, very special. Like had to, I'm not gonna say had to have it, but you definitely wanted to be able to uh, get the points on this road trip because for me, what you have here is you have a situation where. You get that chance to get a couple of points. And sure, you give one to Seattle by going into going into overtime, uh, but you didn't. You, you didn't you, at this point of the season. You can't have that three, four, five, six game slide. You just can't. It will bury you. It will literally bury you. And so you lost the first two, but you just beat the Canucks in, in incredible comeback fashion. So you have some belief that you can do it. Nobody's got more come from behind wins. Uh, than the Red Wings do this year. And from a standings perspective, uh, to go out west, to be able to do that, they still currently sit in fifth in the Atlantic Division. However, might not be able to, you know, right now, as of right now, be able to get in via the division. They're still in that second wild card spot. Uh, They have a four-point edge over New Jersey and a six-point edge over the Islanders. They trail Tampa Bay. By one point, as Tampa Bay has fallen out of the third wild card position in the Atlantic, and Toronto has jumped up. Toronto's eight and two in their last ten. Tampa Bay is six and four in their last ten, and that's how those two ended up flip flopping. Plus, uh, Toronto has sixty eight points with fifty four games played. In contrast, Tampa Bay has played three more games with fifty seven and has sixty five points. So Tampa's in a little bit of trouble. Detroit has. Two games in hand to Tampa, as Detroit has only played 55 to Tampa's 57, and they trail the Lightning uh, by a point as well. So they look like they are in pretty good position here. Uh, Tampa Bay, nobody's played more games than Tampa Bay in the entire Eastern Conference, which is, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of nice. And for Detroit to be at 64 points, Toronto to be at 68 points, both are chasing the Boston Bruins, who are the number one team in the Eastern Conference. Oh, and the Florida Panthers, they're the second best team in the Eastern Conference. And Florida's got a game in hand to Boston at 77 and 76 points, uh, respectively. So it's a big chase right here. It's a big chase. And it is what we have been waiting for as Red Wing fans uh, for a while now, uh, since since 
Steve Eiserman took over. Like they they're here now. This is this is where we're at, and this is why. I mean, with if as Brad, if Brad Holmes was number one, and you know it's a little bit a little bit different in hockey just because of the development and the low number of the salary cap. So it's probably a little bit more challenging, uh, especially with the contracts that we had on the books. Like we had a lot of money to wipe out. Um, you know, so Steve Eiserman and and face it, the Lions won a playoff game, so that uh, they're they're definitely the leader in the clubhouse uh, right now. Uh, but I'd put Brad Holmes maybe at one A, Steve Eiserman at one B. Uh, we'll see what happens in the Tigers. You know, with the Tigers season this year, they haven't really outside of Kenta Maeda, they make that big deal with Colt Keith. But you know, so I, I guess you assume Colt Keith is going to be their everyday second baseman. Uh, we'll wait and see. But you know, is there another move? Uh, to be made is it kind of what John Wagner's been talking about as far as you know do you go go out and try to get Blake Snell and add him to the rotation I don't see why you wouldn't like the guy's still hanging around like yes go sign him right now like why why wouldn't we how could we not use another rotational starter that makes no sense to me whatsoever none none uh, but well, never mind, we'll get there. And uh, Troy Weaver is clearly the worst GM in the, out of the four. Like it, it ain't even close. His team has eight wins. Like that's just that's that's just pathetic. The Red Wings almost have as many wins um, in their last ten games as the wing or as the Pistons have all season. So I'm not too worried about that. We'll step aside uh, when we return. Uh, the NFL broken into tiers via ESPN. We'll talk about that next year. X's and Bros. Michigan Sports Network. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com at MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. This is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and uh, worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. It's an absolute pleasure to be with you. Now, I'm going to tell you something because I just saw it and I feel like it's newsworthy and I don't want you to be upset at me for sharing it with you. Okay, so we have to make an agreement. I'm going to get into the handshake line here. Uh, that happened coming up in the hour number two. There was a kerfluffle yesterday uh, after the handshake line to the college basketball game, and we can we can dive into that a little bit as well. Uh, but I want to share this news with you, and I bring up the I bring up the handshake line uh, because and that handshake line disaster was between Texas A and M Commerce and Incarnate Word. Incarnate Word, I have a feeling, is a Catholic school that is not uh, the behavior. You are supposed to be uh, displaying Mr. Incarnate Words, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, But I do want to share what I feel is newsworthy with you. But just like what was going on there with Incarnate Word in Texas A&M Commerce, never heard of that, but whatever. You guys have to promise me, because what took place in in that game was there was a... A lack of emotional intelligence, right? So people get very reactionary. And I'm not even a fan of the handshake lines. And we could talk about that too. But I'm, I'm really not. I'm really not a fan of handshake lines. I think that, you know, in the playoffs, it's fine. Uh, at the end of a series, sure, that's a good opportunity to, you know, show somebody like, hey, uh, the, the respect, you won. If you didn't even look, and if you didn't want to do it after that, I'm okay there too. I really am. Um, some people say it's sportsmanship. Whatever you guys want to do, however you feel about it, I, I'm, I'm really okay with both. If you say you want to do it, sure. I can do that. But if you don't want to do it, then I would say, sure, we don't have to do that either. And, and I'm good with that. I'm okay with that. But you... The reason that brawl happened is because people acted out, they acted emotionally, right? And we have to do a better job of maintaining our emotional integrity, if you will, and being able to control that when things are, things get a little heated, right? Those are, that's what, that's kind of what we have to do. We have to be able to do that. Uh, So that's, Look, that's where I'm at, but I'm going to share this news with you. I just don't want you to get mad, okay, because there is a new study out. It was the largest ever COVID vaccine study. Follow me on this. This came out yesterday at 9.36 in the evening, and this is done by the Global Vaccine Data Network in New Zealand, analyzing 99 million people who received the COVID vaccinations across eight different countries. Uh, they monitored for increases in 13 medical conditions in a period after people received the vaccine. The study, which was published in the journal uh, Vaccine last week, found that the vaccine was linked to slight increases in neurological, blood, and heart-related medical conditions, according to the press release. People who received certain types of mRNA vaccines were found to have a higher risk of myocarditis, which is inflammation of the heart muscle. Some viral vector vaccines were linked to a higher risk of blood clots in the brain, as well as increased likelihood. Uh, is it 
Julian Barr syndrome. I don't know what that is. It's a neurological disorder in which the immune system attacks the nerves. It might be Julian, could be Gillian, not sure. G-U-I-L-L-A-I-N. Other potential risks include inflammation of part of the spinal cord after viral vector vaccines and inflammation and swelling of the brain and spinal cord after viral vector and mRNA vaccines, the press release stated. There you go. I'm going to leave with it. I'm going to leave it at that. You can look it up if you'd like to. I'm just going to leave it there. I'm not, you know, we just don't don't be reactionary to it. Just listen to what is happening and what's kind of going down. It's not a time to argue. It's just, hmm, that's interesting. There you go. I'm going to leave it there because I know it's sports, but does make you question sports related Demar Hamlin. Right? Sports related there. So, that's what you get. And I'm going to stick with it there. If you'd like to argue it, I'm, I'm more than happy to, uh, you know, debate the debate it and go with the train of thought, all that good stuff. Uh, I had to get it. And I had to do so because of my employment. Because it was tied to employment, which I didn't think was right, but that's neither here nor there. It didn't matter what I thought. Uh, so, I asked my a uh, parents doctor who is not like a not like a normal uh, doctor they go to uh, they go to this doc in Ann Arbor uh, who practices uh, eastern medicine and you know the idea is to get yourself off of prescriptions right you have to uh, you have to the less prescription medication you are on the better off you are pharmaceuticals are very dangerous it's just legal drug pushing in my opinion like that's just what it is we have pills for everything and cures for nothing right And so what can you do that doesn't require you to pop a pill every day and alter your state? Right. So he was, uh, you know, he was a he was a fan of one particular vaccine. That's the one that I went and got. He wasn't high on the other two. Those aren't the two that I got. The two that he wasn't high on seemed to have the most issues. So I kind of I don't I've never even met the guy, but I trust him. Seems to know more about stuff than I do. So it's like, okay, like that's that's good medical advice. Uh, not a fan of two to check out. They're a little sus, if you ask me. All right. So the the NFL uh, recently, they put out this uh, they put out this not the NFL, the ESPN put out this list and it is a list over. You know, tears and who are legitimate contenders. And who are not. Right, and I believe it was uh, Jeremy Fowler put this out, and we're gonna we're gonna we I got a couple of different uh, couple of different uh, NFL topics here for you because there's a very interesting uh, free agent to be or potential free agent that I am I'm interested in him, and I I put this out. Uh, on Twitter, and it got some immediate like reaction. And I'm not very reactionary to the big name guy. Like I'm not. You know this. Uh, I I refer to it as uh, designer designer shopping, right? It's like you know you're driving around uh, a Pinto that is held together by duct tape and JB Weld, but you want to have a Gucci belt, right? It just doesn't make sense. You know, what I mean that's that's how I view some of the skill positions. Like if you're not good up front, 
if you don't have offensive and defensive line, you don't need to worry about having uh, running backs and wide receivers and all the cool, fun toys. You don't need to worry about having a Lamborghini uh, if you can't pay your mortgage because <laughs> there's no point. Right? You got to build from the ground up. You got to build in the trenches. You have to build at the offensive line. Because if you can't block, you're not going to be able to run or pass. It doesn't matter who your quarterback is. It's one of the things I've never understood about rookie quarterbacks. I was talking about this last night with Lomas uh, off the air. We were just uh, just chatting. And I said, I'll never understand why teams want to draft a quarterback and throw them into a spot where they are just suffering. Every once in a while, C.J. Stroud is the exception to the rule. He is the exception. Like, they asked him to do a ton a ton with one of the worst offensive lines in the league. Like that's that's where they that's what that's what they did. And for me, I look at that and I think to myself, well, why in the world, you know, would you not want to build the rest of your team? And it's a philosophical thing, right? So, you know, philosophically speaking, we are going to either agree or disagree. There's multiple ways to skin a cat. Right? That's what they say. There's more than one way to skin a cat. Well, there is multiple ways to build a franchise. For me personally, I would like to fall into the theory or the philosophy of let's try to set the young person up to be successful instead of burying him. Right? That's usually what I go for. And, you know, sometimes franchises will make a swing because they believe, look, if we get the quarterback in place and he survives the first couple of years, we could try to build around it. The problem with that, that theory is this. C.J. Stroud, for example. You take C.J. Stroud and the year that he had in Houston, which was sensational, right? Rookie of the year worthy. I mean, the guy was absolutely dynamite. Uh, leads Houston into the playoffs. Uh, that was great. You know, playoff dub, forty-five to fourteen over the Browns. Uh, of course, it always helps when Joe Flacco's throwing the football to the other team. But neither here nor there. C.J. Stroud completed sixty-four percent of his passes, threw for forty-one hundred yards, an average of two hundred and seventy-four yards per game. Threw for twenty-three touchdowns, five interceptions, and was sacked thirty-eight times. 38 times he was sacked. That's his times actually brought down. That's not hits in the pocket. That's not anything uh, like that. Like his numbers were great. For a rookie quarterback to come in here and get hit that much, that's pretty special. Nobody got hit more than Sam Howell in Washington. They sacked him 65 times. Bryce Young in Carolina, 62 times. Zach Wilson was third in the amount of times that he was sacked at 46 times, and Zach Wilson only played 12 games. He wasn't supposed to play at all this year. Russell Wilson, 45, right? But C.J. Stroud being there in the top 10. Tommy DeVito, 36 times he was sacked. Like, you have to, and then you you think about, like, oh, I wonder where Jared Goff's at. 30 times being sacked, that's 18th in the league. Right? And then the number, the number shrinks a little bit, but usually, usually... The best in your league is right around 30 or less, right? Like Brock Purdy, for example, uh, played all 16 games, was sacked 28 times. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, 27 times. 
And then, and that's for qualifying quarterbacks, right? So uh, Josh Allen, 24 times, that's a good number. 30 or less, you're in pretty elite ter- territory there. You know, Anthony Richardson, well, he's only sacked seven times. Well, he only played four games. You know, so you look at the discrepancy there between Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen, you know, mid to high 20s, that's a great number. 30 or less is awesome. I think it's an area that the, Red, uh, that the uh, you know, the Lions at 30, 30 sacks given up. That number could probably come down. Uh, part of that is your offensive line. Part of that is your quarterback holding the football too long. But when you think about how you're going to build your franchise, philosophically speaking, you might think, all right, let's take the quarterback first, number one overall, because we got a can't miss, pro- pro- you know, wherever. Wherever you're picking at, that's, that's the other portion of this too. Like Kansas City picks Patrick Mahomes. Allegedly, that was their guy the whole time. They were able to snag Patrick Mahomes. Everybody else is kicking themselves. For whatever reason, Kansas City scouts decided and general manager decided that we want to go with Patrick Mahomes in the first round. They thought that the writing perhaps was on the wall for Alex Smith and that it was time to move on, right? Maybe they give him a year, red shirt type of deal, and go from there. That's fine. But Patrick Mahomes was brought into a system that was already built. And so a lot of times what you have is like in a CJ Stroud case, they want a playoff game. Like they're all, I'm not I'm not questioning that at all. They they wanted their guy. They went out there and got the quarterback. It is the most important, you know, position in sports. But they had some decent weaponry around him. Uh, the fact that he was able to overcome it, that makes him automatically special. So I am of the theory of let's try to build our team to the best of our ability, and then we can add in a quarterback that immediately puts the young man into the best position to be successful. And part of that is is because you have to be able to take advantage of the quarterback position's rookie contract. You have to. So for the Houston Texans, and mind you, they had, what, two picks in the top five last year? And both of their guys were in the running for rookie of the year, their their respective side of the football. So good for them. Uh, They hit on both of those picks. That's awesome. But I look at the the construction of teams, and it's always been one of those things because it's like, okay, we can go get our quarterback, but it's going to take us two, three, four seasons to get everybody else we need. Well, hey, guess what? Then you're going to extension time. And now you've got a quarterback. This is why I'm looking at Jared Goff, and I know the money is you know circulating out there. People are talking about $50 million a year. I'm vehemently against it. I am. Uh, I think that when you've made $160 million plus in your career earnings, you do not need to max out. Uh, this is not an arms race over who can get paid. Uh, the agents try to spin it like you're doing it for the Players Association, and this is for the other players. Dude, you're making tens of millions of dollars. You're fine. You're set for life. Like let's let's bring it back down to reality. You don't need to make fifty million a season. You honestly do not need to make that. I and to be honest, with you, I don't think it's worth it. I don't think that that I don't think that's a good decision at all. I think that a quarterback, you know, with the love that he was given by this fan base, I think you take less, and I think you try to sign more around you. Tom Brady did it for years. He Tom Brady has seven Super Bowls. But if you start thinking me over we when it comes down to the finance, especially at the quarterback position, well, then you're signing your own death wish. That's what happens. Because if you sign for $50 million, I expect you not to throw that football like you did against Buffalo. I'll be mad. I will, be, I will not agree with that. 
I will not agree with that. I will never agree with that contract. $50 million per year is way, way, way too much money. And in Jeremy Fowler's tier rankings, the Lions are in the top four. Like the Lions, from the national perspective, are expected to be back in the final four at the very least. That is an incredibly lofty goal, an incredibly lofty expectation. For me, you start coughing up $50 million as your quarterback, that's a good way to punt. You, there's other, like, who would you rather pay, Jared Goff or Panay Sewell? I'd rather pay Panay Sewell. You know, Amon Ra, to get the production that we got out of Amon Ra for $3 million is insane. So I can rationalize in my mind giving him a pretty hefty contract yearly because we've already got three years of incredible production and an all-pro. I'm good with that. And I, I, did, I did the math on the three-year, $25 million per year rumor where if you were to do that and you add up his total contract money that he's already made, you've had Amon Ross St. Brown for less than $80 million for six years. That's pretty impressive. We know the contract number is going to go up. That's why I feel like you should have a long-term deal on the table, ready to go for Panay Sewell, who's going to probably want to be the highest paid tackle. You're going to want to get an extension to him as quickly as possible because the sooner you extend, right, the less damage it's going to do later on down the road. If you want to extend somebody, if you wait to the to the 11th hour to write out all your extensions, your salary cap is going to implode. You're not going to have enough money. It's, it's impossible, right, because everybody's going to need more. Aiden Hutchinson is going to command a top dollar. Sam Laporta is going to command a top dollar. Hell, Brian Branch is going to get paid. Like, there are a lot of guys to pay on this team. And when you have a national writer saying that, hey, the Lions are for real, this is where they're at. They're in Tier 1, Final Four, Kansas City, San Francisco, Baltimore, Detroit. Did he just copy and paste this past year's Final Four? Sure. Is there any reason to doubt that those four shouldn't be there next year? No, it works out for me. But you start you start eating up that salary cap space. You can watch that. That number is going to dwindle. Step aside. Hour two next. X's and Bros. Michigan Sports Network. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino. The Sharp Dress Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Tom. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spa. Three locations in the West Michigan area, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online, you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com. So the prepping season is here for the guests who come into Urban U. And if you're thinking about it, you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin health. Now, these services are done in multiple sessions and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break vacations and even the summer find out more at theurbanu.com 
That is theurbanu.com. The prepping season is underway, and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip, that spring break, or the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. Hi, I'm Lauren, and I work for Meyer. People ask, why do I shop there? It's because I get everything in one stop. Like this week's hottest deals on Fresh from Meyer family pack chicken thighs for $1.49 per pound and blackberries for 99 cents. Plus, I can save even more with M Perks when I shop in store, online, and with every qualifying prescription filled at the Meyer Pharmacy. Meyer has all I need in just one stop. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. 